Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Buy a Business Near Me, brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, helping business brokers sell more local businesses. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Buy a Business Near Me. Stone Payton here with you this afternoon. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Maine Business Advisors, Mr. Justin Cotta Holmes. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Stone. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we are delighted to have you on the program. I've got a ton of questions. I I know we're not going to get to them all, but I think a good place to start might be if you could share with our listeners and with me, mission, purpose, what are you and your team really out there trying to do for folks, man? Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I was a financial advisor and I just had a lot of clients who were selling businesses and, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out the best way to do that, kind of stumbled into this. Um, We're actually a franchise of Transworld Business Advisors, the global business brokerage. Um, and so what we do up here in, in Maine is, you know, we, we help business owners, um, you know, value their businesses, market those businesses, typically, you know, in a confidential manner, and then uh, negotiate the sale of those businesses. You know, Maine's a very small and rural state. We are a small business state. We have no major uh, corporations that you'd find on the uh, on the Forbes 500 list here that are headquartered in Maine. So, you know, we're, we're just a mom and pop state. And, um, you know, we got a lot of older business owners that are looking to transition out both in the near future and in the next five to 10 years. So was there anything in particular that compelled you to go with an established franchise system like Transworld as opposed to something uh, smaller or just kind of your your own thing? Well, I'm a big fan of of not, you know, trying to, you know, create something from scratch when there's a model that already worked. I mean, I talked to other business broker, you know, uh, franchises out there and, and they all seem to have, you know, aspects that I really appreciated, but Transworld really had the full package in terms of the marketing system, you know, the reach to the buyers, the 40 year track record, um, you know, that huge global presence and, and the people that I met there early on when my wife and I were doing our due diligence were you know, just really great people, um, you know, and with a ton of experience and we felt very comfortable moving forward with them. Well, and I got to believe that when you are initially speaking with someone uh, on the buying or selling side, that while you may not have personally been engaged in, in that type of deal, I got to believe somebody on the Transworld team has, and you have some precedent. You can you can probably almost go to the, the Transworld Library of Congress or whatever you call it, and, yeah. right? Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, you know, like if I opened up a coffee shop and I, I bought a Dunkin' Donuts franchise, you know, I'm not worried that I don't know how to make the coffee and my customers aren't worried that I don't know how to make it either, you know, because you got a system there that you plug into and, and you, and, you know, you kind of hit the ground running from day one. You got a great support team behind you that can help you in every aspect of the deal. So was it uh, a, a little bit scary, though, going out and doing this? Uh, you said you and your wife were doing due diligence. Was it was it a little a, a little bit frightening to to get out there and, and do this thing? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, you know, it was a bit of a pivot for me with my career path. I think I was kind of bored, you know, as a financial advisor and looking to do something different. My wife has a very successful career as an, as a national recruiter in the insurance and employee benefits side, but you know, the investment piece of it for us was a big one. And we've got three kids and, you know, one, one in college at the time and two headed there shortly. And then we closed on our franchise stone uh, March 1st of 2020. So when the world stopped turning two weeks later, we thought we had made a colossal mistake. Oh, man. Yeah. But, but you weathered it. You, you you made it. Not only did you weather it, did you, I, I get the sense that you that, that you prospered through that process. You know, we really did, man. And the reason why is because, you know, I think this is sort of a recession proof industry. Like the march of time is what it is, irrespective of global pandemics or economic recessions or workforce shortages or whatever, you know, whatever seems to be happening that might be an impediment, you know, to to economic activity as a whole. You know, the, the, the reality is, is that Business owners are going to reach that day where they no longer want to or are able to run their operation and they they want to enjoy a well-earned retirement. And so, you know, that that time is going to come whether things are good or bad. And that's what we experienced during the pandemic. It just took off kind of by itself and kind of surprising, really, you know. So so what are you enjoying the most about the work? What are you finding the most rewarding now that you, you you've been at it a while? Well, I think, you know, first of all, everybody has a different story, right? And so the stories are all compelling and and you get to know these people that have put their just their blood, you know, toil, sweat and tears into building an operation. And uh, and I find that fascinating. Um, We have an exceptional team stone, our brokers. Uh, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a native to Maine, as is my wife. Um, none of our brokers are, um, but they are great ambassadors for the state, and they do exceptional work with our clients uh, and with our prospective buyers. So, I mean, I, I love my team, and uh, and I and and I really have had only positive experience with our clients. I I, I feel like I I don't deserve to enjoy my job as much as I do. <laughs> And and you're working. Correct me if if this is not accurate, but you're you have clients on both sides of this buy sell equation. Is that accurate? Yeah, I mean, we typically represent those sellers in in the transaction. I mean, the buyers mm-hmm. come through the marketing efforts that we do on our own and through Transworld's assistance. But uh, you know, we're paid by the buy, uh, the seller, and uh, and so our focus is really to negotiate the best and fairest price for them and make sure that they're. They're getting, you know, what they deserve out of the deal. And we, we obviously strive to make sure that the buyers are are comfortable as well. Um, we do a lot of work connecting them with lenders, sometimes with attorneys, CPAs. Uh, you know, in Maine is seeing an influx of people into the state that we honestly haven't seen Stone in probably over a century. And so a lot of these folks huh. need to know you know, what What town should they live in? What school should their kids go to? You know, where's a good place to grab a bite to eat, you know? And so we we sort of play the role of ambassador, uh, you know, for our state. And, you know, I mean, along with the business brokering thing, I mean, a big part of our mission here is really just Maine's been a really well-kept secret for a long time. And, and you know, we have a beautiful country. We have a beautiful world. Um, but I would put Maine's quality of place and quality of life up against any place in the world. And so, you know, we're we're championing not only the idea of owning a business in Maine, but actually experiencing our incredible natural beauty, you know, wonderful people, uh, fantastic environment. You know, I think we have a lot 
for for people of all walks of life to really like uh, when you come to live in Maine. Well, it sounds to me like you could be in the economic development office as well. You certainly. <laughs> well, I was actually there about 10 years ago. Actually, so I, I worked in economic development for the state for about six or seven years at the local and, and federal level before I transitioned into the private sector. So you nailed it, man. That's that's that. You know, that's what I did before this. Uh, so the, the sales and marketing thing, I think we found yet another benefit of being associated with an organization like Transworld. Uh, and how does the whole sales and marketing thing work on a day-to-day basis for a guy like you, a practice like yours? Or, or, I guess you're out there cultivating relationships and you probably really know that, that local business community, don't you? Yeah, we do. I mean, we partner with a with a firm who does our business valuations. We don't we don't do that work ourselves. Uh, we find there's real value there. Uh, we work with a company that has a ton of experience, and they work directly with brokers, including a number of Transworld offices. Um, and then the process of of you know engaging with the seller, uh, you know, performing the valuation, putting their marketing package together, and then getting that live and getting it pushed out to websites like BizBuySell and BusinessBroker.net. Um, you know, Transworld's made that process extremely easy for us. It's kind of a plug and play thing. You put the information in and you send it live and they get it out for you. And then, um, you know, you kind of, you know, I don't want to make it sound easy, but, you know, we typically see interest from buyers coming in, you know, as early as that same day, if not the next day. Um, They've really, Transworld's done a really good job perfecting that process. All right, let's talk timeline here a little bit on either mm-hmm. side of the equation. But I guess I was really kind of focusing on uh, exiting. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I own 40% of a pretty successful media company. We don't have exit on our mind at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. But but if we did have exit on our mind at the moment, we're probably already too late, right? We, <laughs> we need to be talking before <laughs> we're ready to exit. So talk a little bit about practical timeline when people should start you know having conversations with you yeah well jfk once said the time to uh, fix the roof is when the sun is shining right so (laughs) i think coming up with a plan ahead of time is is the right strategy um there are a lot of 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 uh of uh aspects to to selling a business beyond just getting that check at the closing table um you know there's a lot of variables and and we don't we don't profess to be experts in it you talk about capital gains. Well, you want to be speaking to a CPA. You want to talk about structuring some sort of uh, owner financing. You, need, you really want to get an attorney involved, right? But uh, there are so many different ways um, to structure a deal. And so, you know, a, a separate and aside from just, you know, determining the value in the business and selling it, a business owner has the opportunity to, uh, you know, finance their retirement. Um, you know, if they want to do some sort of uh, mm. owner financing aspect and get interest on that payment, you know, for a few years, that helps to uh, augment Social Security payments or any kind of 401k or IRA that you may have set aside, um, you know, there and then also just structuring deals in, in a certain way so you can minimize or mitigate the tax impact. You know, those are all things where, we, you know, we really encourage our clients to very early on in the process work with a qualified attorney. Uh, a CPA and a, and a financial advisor and get all of their ducks in a row because the last thing you want to do is sell your business and then six months be writing a six figure check to the IRS. I mean, nobody wants to do that, right? <laughs> right. Well, and yeah. I can envision you as kind of a, a quarterback, like you're you're the guy who knows the guy, right? At least can tell me, you know, these are the folks that you need to talk to, and maybe here are even some that we've had some really great experience with working 
with and through, did, do you find yourself playing that role of, of quarterback? Oh, 100%. I mean, you've got to be the quarterback and, you know, you've got to be the head coach. You got to be the cheerleader. You got to wear all those hats. You have to have a positive mindset. You got to find a way forward. You can't let personalities and emotions get in the way of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we're really fortunate that we have a great network of, of attorneys, advisors, and CPAs that we work with. We never recommend one. We, we, we put them on a list and we say, here are some folks we've, you know, to your point, we've worked, had good success with these folks. And, uh, you know, we'd love to get your feedback after you're done working with one of them, if you end up choosing them and let us know, you know, if we should recommend them again. And, you know, we've got some really great people up here that really know what they're doing. And um, our clients benefit from that expertise and knowledge. Well, and I suspect that you find yourself educating sellers because while I may have been doing this for 18 years, I haven't been selling my business for 18 years. <laughs> so there, there's just so much. I mean, we don't know what we don't know. Those of us as entrepreneurs who have, who have built something and are getting ready, I bet you find yourself, and, and maybe myths is a, a misconceptions maybe is a, is, a, is a better word, but it wouldn't surprise me to learn that there are some myths or misconceptions about how this whole thing works that you kind of have to help them work through and, and really help them understand the process. Oh yeah, you know, a- absolutely. And you know, I think with very few exceptions, there are some real common concerns uh, that a business owner has going into this. And at first and foremost stone would really be confidentiality. You know, um, hmm. you know, in, eventually your employees are going to find out you're selling a business, right? When you're introducing the new owner, but th- there's, there's a real, um, there's a real science to doing that in a way that's not going to get people to leave right now, especially when every business is struggling to keep people. And then uh, over and above that, uh, you know, customers don't like change and uh, competition loves to exploit those opportunities when there is a transition. So, you know, we really uh, put a big emphasis on the confidentiality aspect of the process. Um, Transworld is, is really helpful with us as well, but we, we do a really good job. I think of vetting prospective buyers non-disclosure agreements, buyer profiles, verification of funds, you know, that seems to put um, business owners' minds at rest because a lot of them come in thinking like, well, the cat's going to get out of the bag from day one. Everyone's going to quit. No one's going to come buy my stuff and my competition's going to take over. (laughs) How am I going to sell my business? And it, it just doesn't really have to be that way when you've got somebody who's, you know, who's got your best interest at heart, you know, and and I like to think that we do. So. Well, it certainly sounds like from from your tenor and the way that you're describing things that you do have your client's best interest at heart. And one of the things that I'm beginning to learn from from hosting this series, uh, this is so much more of a relationship oriented business. I, I recognize there's, there's obviously this transactional aspect to this work. But man, your business is, is deeply rooted in, in building and sustaining relationships, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and again, I kind of go back to maybe in such a small state and we all know each other. I mean, some of the attorneys that have done our closings are classmates of my wife. You know, some of the people that are selling a business are, you know, distant relatives of mine. I mean, you know, it, you know, everybody knows everybody up here and they're, and that's both good and bad, <laughs> but, uh, but you do, you do really have to, you, you, you have to have the, the right personality and the right mindset. And again, I just have to mention, you know, our team of brokers um, all follow a, a similar philosophy and, and they just do an exceptional job of communication. That's the other thing I'd say, Stone, is that 
once your your listing is live, it's almost like you've got a secret and you're expecting everyone to find out. So when you don't get any communication back from your broker as a business owner and you're trying to sell, you start getting nervous. So our brokers do a really good job of communicating back to our business owners and saying, hey, here's what's going on this month. Here's who we're talking to. Here, here's who we're vetting. Here's what's happening. Um, you know, we're working on this. You got any questions, reach out to us. You know, people need to be reassured. I mean, we've even had instances when people have started this process and they haven't even told their spouses that they're selling, you know? So these people need a lot of handholding. Yeah. They need a lot of handholding. They need a lot of assurance. I mean, they put their lives, you know, you know, work in, in, into building this business. And, uh, the last thing you want to do is blow it you know, by, by letting word get out, you know, because you're, you're not taking the time to, to dot all your I's and cross all your T's, you know? All right. Before we wrap, I would love to leave our listeners really on both sides of the equation. If we could buyers and sellers alike with just a couple of pro tips, things to be thinking about reading, doing, not doing number one pro tip gang. If you're listening out there is reach out and have a conversation with Justin or somebody on his team. But uh, just if we're beginning to think about, about this kind of thing, uh, yeah, maybe a, a couple of actionable pro tips. I think I think from the owner's perspective, you can never, you know, the current owner's perspective, you can never start too early. Um, you know, and if you're talking to a business broker and they're focused on getting you listed and getting you to market before you even know what your company is worth, you know, hang up the phone and 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 go talk to somebody else because this process is meant to be deliberative. It's meant to be slow for a reason because you're you know it is probably the biggest financial transaction that a business owner will perform in their life more you know more than selling a home or certainly selling a car. Um, and so you know, make sure that you don't feel like you're being rushed. Take your time, and if your valuation doesn't come back where you want it to be. Um, then make sure that your, your broker either, either in their firm, like we do, or other, you know, they have partners that can guide you in terms of increasing your valuation. Don't allow yourself to be rushed through the process. You get one bite at the apple and you, and you can't, you can't redo it. Uh, that's what I would say on the seller side. On the buyer side, it's a really a matter of supply and demand. Keep in mind the demographic shift of this country. We have baby boomers who are going to be retiring by the thousands uh, over the next 10 to 15 years. And a lot of them are small business owners. It is a buyer's market right now to a degree. And so uh, make sure you're buying a business that you're comfortable running, that you feel good about running, that you have some sort of relevant or transferable experience, and that there's a team of employees in place that can guide you. Uh, and when you buy a business, don't change anything. Don't change change the name, don't change the service offerings, don't paint the building, you know, don't do anything. People like consistency, you know? And so uh, if you do buy a business, the best compliment you can get is when six months go by and somebody says, oh, I didn't even know that you bought this place. I thought it was still the other people. You know, that means you're doing something right because you change too much and they just won't come back. What? Fantastic counsel. I am so glad I asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. I off, off the top of my head, so there's probably a few holes in that, but you know, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more, connect with you, have a conversation with you or somebody on your team? Yeah, you know, you can go to mainbusinessadvisors.com. That is our website. Um, it has all of the information about who we are, what we do. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a great place to start. Everything is automated. I see every email and inquiry that comes in. So chances are, if you're interested in, in selling a business or in buying a business, you're going to start by, by talking to me. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and, and if, if you're interested at all in, in owning a business in Maine, uh, you know, do, do a Google search. I mean, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of where I'm from, Stone. I really can't. Maine is just a, a beautiful, wonderful place to live, work, and play, regardless of how old you are. And, uh, you know, I know we might seem like the last stop on the bus line up here in the corner. A lot of people think we're part of Canada, but we're not. <laughs> um, but uh, come visit us. Maybe not in January or February if you don't like snow, but come come see how wonderful our, our state is. And I think you're going to fall in love with it just like we have. What a pleasure, Justin, to have you on the program this afternoon. Thanks for investing the time and energy to visit with us and share your insight and perspective. This has been informative, inspiring, and I don't know, man, just a fantastic way to to invest a Wednesday afternoon. Oh, man. Well, the pleasure was all mine, Stone. I can't thank you enough for having me on there. And uh, I appreciate your audience taking the time to listen to this. And uh, best of luck to all of you out there. My pleasure as well. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Justin Cotta Holmes with Maine Business Advisors and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Buy a Business near me.